Hello there, wrestling fans, and welcome to another episode of the internationally known Dudes of Ringside podcast. I am your host, Joe the Panther the Third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, in the middle of the mosh pit, is a happy young self, the Metal Geek. What's going on, Ringside Quiver? What's going on, internationally known? What's going on, everybody? What's going on, Joe? How's it going? I'm good. Uh, I'm good. I'm good. A couple of quick announcements before we good. get the, the ball, the ball rolling with PJ Savage. Right now... When the SATs, they have a promotion. It's March 31st. Buy your tickets now. It's going to be absolutely fire, Joe. Do you know what the main event is or no? No. We got, we got a trios match, a triple threat right there. You got, we got CMD versus the SATs versus the Miracle Ones, which is Generation, uh, Miracle Generation and Ichabon, which – Man, those three together, oh my god, dude. This is gonna be an absolutely sick match. Just they're gonna be everyone's gonna be flying all over the match. This match is gonna be so insane. So if you haven't bought your tickets, please buy your tickets to win. It's March 31st, and it's gonna be in Ridgefield, New Jersey. Make sure you buy your tickets now, right? Yeah, totally. So so Joe, we have also a guest, don't we, Joe? Yeah, we do. You introduce your guest, Geek? Yeah, so let's give a warm dudes at ringside. Welcome to our guest today. He is Win Superstar PJ Savage. What's up, guys? What's up? What's up? Thanks for having me on the platform, man. Appreciate it. What's going on? Welcome, welcome, PJ. Oh, yeah, dudes at ringside just got savage. Is that savage? Yeah. So, if our internationally known fans are not familiar with you, and why would they not be? Introduce yourself. I am PJ Savage, trained by WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods. I'm the Northeast King right now. I don't care what anyone says. Um, I'm just grinding out here, man. Just PJ Savage at everything. Go check me out on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. Everything's blowing up. I'm the next up, up and coming thing, but I like to say I am the now. I am. The representing now. I'm not representing the future. I'm not representing tomorrow. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of being next. I want right now. Definitely. And wrestling is now, PJ Savage, right? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Playing words. I got a little segment right there. <laughs> Segway. There we go, baby. That's how you do it. Pros, <laughs> pros, pros. <laughs> yeah. So, so with you being trained by the legend that you were trained by, like, did you take any, like, inspirational words from him that – brought you into what you do now yeah one of the biggest things i always take away from him and uh it's one of the things that like hold dearly now is just take it slow um i'm 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 gunning for a contract i want to get signed like that's my focus that's my goal that's my everything right now it's like tunnel vision but he always his words always play in the back of my head take it slow take it slow take it slow when you think you're going fast go a little bit slower that's one of the biggest things I always took away from Johnny Rods. I mean, he's he's full of quotes. He's full of everything. Anybody that walked through his holes, he holes. He, he trained everybody. He trained the Dudleys. He trained Taz. He's trained Tommy Dreamer. He trained Masha Slamovich. He trained uh, God. There's so many people he trained, man. And to be a part of that whole line of people, it, it's an honor, and I, I need to carry that. Yeah, we, we had so many people on, on our podcast that's been trained by Johnny Rods, and man, he's a legend in the business right now. Yeah, yeah like Slamovich. Yeah. Oh my God, we had her right after a pay per view, right? Geek, she was at the pay per view the day before the, NW, the NWA All Women's pay per view. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. Yeah. The next day, she looked like she just she was tired. <laughs> she was just tired. That's all I'm gonna say. She was tired. <laughs> so, so who are some of your inspirations in wrestling? Uh, for me, uh, the so like I like to say my Hulk Hogan or my John Cena was when I was a kid growing up. It was Bret Hart. Um, Bret Hart was like a huge inspiration for me. He was just like he was like that first guy that I looked at and was like, oh, this is a guy that I can like respect. He's my idol. He's somebody I'm gonna follow. Um, but then as I kind of got older, there was a lot of Triple H, a lot of Triple H, and of course Stone Cold. But Triple H always kind of stuck out to me like a sore thumb. Um, and when I first broke into the wrestling business and started to get trained by Johnny Rods, I did a lot of heavily train, uh, studying of Triple H's like footage. And it was just like the go-to, the pen and paper, like just study his stuff. Um, but there's so many other people, man. There's guys like Dan Math. 
I have so much respect for Dan Math. He's, he's from I'm a Puerto Rican guy from New York City. He's somebody I look up to. Amazing Reds, one of those guys. Um, of course, SAT, the Maximos, they, they paved the road for so many of us. If it wasn't for them, we wouldn't really have a, a road to war, walk on right now. Um, there's so many guys, Homicide, Low-Key, guys that I've always had my eye on. Uh, Kevin Owens is one of the other guys I've always studied heavily. I was a, I really, I went through a ring of honor phase, and Kevin Owens one of those guys, Kevin Steen, Kill Steen, Kill. Like, that was my guy, so... Um, that, that's a lot of my inspiration right there. Just love and, and then my promo inspiration comes from Dusty and Ric Flair. I did a lot of studying on those two guys on how to build up a match. So a lot of Dusty and uh, a lot of Ric Flair. Oh, what's going on? The Lucha Breakdown. What's up? That PJ Savage is one of the best fellas right now. So Appreciate that, Lucha. You already know what it is, baby. A- but which Lucha is it? Is it? Is it Jose? Is this which, or as I say, Jose and the boy? Which, which, which Jose from the boys is this? Is this Jose? Is this <laughs> like? <laughs> I'm pretty sure they all share their account, so who knows? Is it S A or T? <laughs> is it S A or T? Which one is it? Which letter? <laughs> it's like oh man! Props to. <laughs> yeah, nah, but real shit. Like. You have to give them their props, man. Like they they really paved the way for the game for us. Like it's Jose. It's Jose. It's Jose. Jose. There we go. What's up, Jose? Jose? <laughs> Name says it all. He's hanging out with Jose, and I guess he be I be Jose B. He's Jose. Yeah, man. <laughs> they, they they paved the road, man. And like for tag, especially for tag team wrestling. Like if it wasn't for them, FTR wouldn't be doing the things they're doing, and the spotlight wouldn't be on tag team wrestling. The Briscoes, like so. Funny story for me, the Briscoes and SAT, they're kind of like tied at the knot with each other. Um, in 2016, when it was like 15, 16 for me, when I was like, I have to do this. I went through a lot of personal issues. I was fighting like depression and a whole bunch of other things. I was like, I got to become a wrestler. I got to do it. It's my passion. It's my love. But one of the things that pushed me to that was, um, I think it was best in the world. It was Jay Lethal versus Jay Briscoe. And it was two guys that completely took over the wrestling world. And everyone was paying attention to Jay Lethal versus Jay Briscoe. And I was one of those guys. And Briscoe was one of those guys for me that I was like, that's that's the he like his his run as Ring of Honor heavyweight champion almost unmatched. I I I'll put it up against anybody's and that was something that that's what I want to be. That's what I want to represent. What Jay Jay Briscoe was as champion, that's PJ Savage. I'm gonna carry the company on my back. I'm going to fight everybody tooth and nail. I'm going to break everybody's jaw, and I'm not going to care about it because at the end of the day, all I care about is putting the brand on my shoulders, and everybody knows who carries the flag. Like, that's that's me at my soul. That's, reach for the sky, man. So now being mentored and being with the SAT, man, Jose, Joel, all the guys, man, it, it's an honor for me, man. It's an honor to be connected with them and to be a part of win right now. It's like it's a special thing for me. Yeah. Yeah, the match that got me into Ring of Honor was Samoa Joe versus Jay Briscoe in the Steel Cage. That match, I'll always two thousand four. I remember that match. Yeah, man, I, it, it's it, look at the smile on my face. You see the smile, like that's 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 wrestling for me. I, I was one of those old school Ring of Honor guys. I was a teenager, just loving Ring of Honor, Tyler Black, and all those guys. And man, it was it was awesome. And SAT, man, the wars they had at the beginning, and even a little bit of the stuff that they did in Impact and TNA was just. They were beyond their years, man. Beyond their years. Yeah. Ahead of the game. Ahead of yeah. everybody. Okay. Everybody right there. You know? So you mentioned Triple H. What are some of your favorite Triple H's matches that you Oh played? man. Oh I love his matches that are on Raw. Um a lot of his like TV matches, not his pay-per-view matches. His uh TV matches and knows how to tell a story. He could come in injured. He could hurt the other guy. Or even when he's just a heel and wants you to hate him, he knows how to tell that story. He knows how to sell. He knows how to structure his matches. But uh, there's one in particular, him versus uh, Rock. Yeah, hell yeah. Recipes, Jay. Um, him versus Rock at SummerSlam is one that sticks out where um, it was the ladder match for the IC title. And Triple H was the babyface and Rock was the heel. It was like another universe. But it was just... It, they're pros, man, and and that's what I want to be. So like, that's the stuff I, I study. I remember I was at the Garden in 2002, 
when Triple H came back. So that wow. was a huge moment for me. That was huge. Like, and I, my uncle would go to wrestling shows all the time. He was a tape trader. So I would always go down to the garden with them and just hang out with the fellas and trade tapes and trade old Japan tapes and, and deathmatch tapes and getting all the crazy weird stuff and taking pictures with all the weirdos outside with the belts. And um, that was like my upbringing as a child. So like I'm wrestling brainwashed. I was, my first wrestling event was uh, WrestleMania 10. I was four years old. Like that was my first WrestleMania, uh, first event ever. Um, so it's being at the garden and hearing the ovation that he got. I've been to the garden before. I never heard anyone get anything close to that. That was one of the loudest things I ever heard in my life. And him being in the ring and then when he was on a ramp posing and the crowd was still on fire, that was a moment for me in my life that game changed. And it was like, you got to be a wrestler. This is like, I want to make the garden feel like this because I know how sacred the garden is. I know how beautiful the garden is. I know the crowd, how, how they are in the garden. I'm a part of that. I grew up in that environment. So to hear somebody who's not a New Yorker, who's from New England, <laughs> he should be hated, get the response that he got. Like, oh, man, that, that was a special moment for me. So I'll never That's- that was one of the biggest moments in wrestling history right there is when Triple H came out and just, you know, that entrance and everything, man. I can hear it blasting through my TV screen watching it from home, man. Just remembering that. Yeah. That, that moment, and guys, is when Hulk Hogan returned to save one of the wrestlers from – saved him. They got – I forgot who it was got saved because the Un-Americans were beating, beating them up and Hogan returned at the Garden. Yeah, I forgot who it was. Yeah, it was a super show. I it was Geek Muhammad was Hassan, I believe. I believe Muhammad, Muhammad Hassan was beating up. I thought it was an American. I mean, yeah, it, it could have been. It was someone was the same thing. Muhammad Hassan, un-Americans. Yeah, same hand. But yeah, they were beating up the wrestler, and Hogan came out, and I still could hear the crowd going absolutely bananas when yeah, he returned. That's, it's moments like that that only wrestling can produce. I don't care what anybody says. Like wrestling has the strongest fan base, and the reaction you get from the crowds are like nothing, nothing else. Yeah, totally. I watched it back, and the crowd still sounds electric. <laughs> There's Paul, <laughs> the man right there. Big ups there. to Paul, man. Big ups to Paul. Everything he's done in the business is a special thing, and him being a part of Win is huge. It's huge, and yeah. I can't wait to hear yeah. from him. Man, I can't wait. And yeah. Wait. And uh, Jose goes, we have big plans for PJ. He has a bright future feel. We only have a bit. They snatch him, so we're going to take full advantage of his presence now. <laughs> and, 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 and to, like, be honest, man, to, I'm, I'm, I'm lucky. I'm very lucky. I went from WWE Hall of Famer Johnny Rods to learning from the SAT. Like, how many people can say they have that education and like being a, a Puerto Rican kid from New York City that's riding out with my kids and I'm pushing towards a contract to be a part of this right now, man, this is probably one of the best things that, that has ever happened to me in the wrestling business. So I'm not going to take this for granted. It's time to take over Win, baby. Definitely. Win is going to take over the whole entire wrestling industry right now. Yes. It's like when you have the SATs running promotion, man, it's like game changing right there. It's different. It's different. And this is coming from a guy who wrestles basically at every promotion that is in New York and New Jersey and Philly. I, I wrestle everywhere. I'm, I'm everywhere right now. Mm-hmm. And this is there's something big brewing with when SAT, anything they do this, there's always a buzz around it. No matter what they do, they can just put out a picture. There's buzz around it. When they showed up at GCW, crazy buzz. And like, you don't just do that. You, you don't understand like wrestlers like me. We dream for buzz. We want buzz because that gets the wrestling world talking. And they create buzz just like snapping their fingers. So them creating a promotion and pushing like real hungry guys, like the guys on this roster is insane. This is the best roster I'm a part of, bar none. The guys that I'm wrestling, Hamlet Hurts You, Joey Conway, the amazing wrestlers. Do you want to talk been, about that match? Because we have, we have, Yeah, we have, why we not, have, man? Why, why not? Game. I got the graphic right there. So, man, you want to a little bit about that? Yeah, it, this is this is awesome for me. This is something I, I'm looking forward to. The big fight, I'm all about the big fights. Like, there's two words in my career that I want to define my career, and that's main event and big fight. Those, that goes hand in hand for me. And being in the ring with Hamlet Hurts, a lot of people don't even know this. Me and Hamlet Hurts, 
are Johnny Rods guys. We've been in the ring once before, fighting for Johnny Rods heavyweight championship. And Joey Conway, he's a guy that's been attached to a lot of what the SAT has been doing. And I've, I've seen everything he's done at NYWC. He's been making buzz. And this is a guy I feel like I can make magic with, being in the ring with any of them and going promo, going hand-to-hand with these guys. This is something I'm made for. I'm built for this. And a triple threat like this, this is kind of like setting the heavyweight landscape for win. Like, whoever wins this is kind of it's kind of going to be looked at as the roster's guy. You know, like, there's a lot of tag team action that win. There's a lot of trios action that win. And the singles action is going to be high intense, and we have to keep up with that. We have to push that pace. We have to – if I know SAT's coming out and they're going to have a match, I know they're going to break down the whole building. I have to be able to look at them as a singles competitor and go, top that. Well, let's go. I saw what you did, and I guarantee you I'm coming out with everything with fire to try to get match of the night. That's the passion that bleeds through me. That's the passion that's going to bleed through win. It, it's the standard. We're all going to try to top each other to put – the best show possible that we can like and it's just the stock that's what savage is that's my brand i'm gonna come out i'm gonna punch you in the mouth i got no regard for my safety i got no regard for your safety i'll jump off the u-haul truck i'll jump off the stage just to get the job done but i'm gonna hurt you and i might hurt me but the only thing that's gonna matter at the end of the day is me standing up with my hand raised taking over the goddamn company I want to plant the flag. I want to carry it. I want to show the world. I want to show the indie scene. I want to show the companies that matter that I'm the guy you put on the front of the poster. I'm the guy you carry the brand on. I'm the guy that can hold the heavyweight championship. And everyone in the world is going to say that's a respectable title because PJ Savage is holding it. That's what I bring to the table. And that's what I'm going to bring into that win locker room. Like, it's 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 going to be, oh, man, I cannot wait for March 31st going to be a special day wind's going to have a bright future ahead of them it's man like this it sells itself baby like i'm telling you this is going to be wild of a match not, not not only do that they got the long island show as well that they just announced man oh, that man. dude both shows are going to be sick so if you haven't bought your tickets to win i mean what, what are you guys waiting for man i mean the yeah. long island shows the tickets on sale yet but buy your tickets to march 31st the big fight I mean, you're going to see stuff that you've probably never seen before, man. You know, the wit, when is going to be the show of the year? And it's probably going to be the promotion of the year. I'm calling it right now. So, yeah, man. Yeah. And, and, and that's the stock that Win has, man. And, and when you look at like Win working with Outlaw Wrestling, Outlaw Wrestling puts on nothing but bangers. The only pop product that they put on is bangers. And the fact that they're associating with Win is a game changer because it puts win on another level. And now it's up to the roster. Now it's up to us. Now it's up to Miracle Generation, who's hungry as hell, and Ichiban and Kylon and Dustin. They've been absolutely killing the game. And just all across the board, there's so many hungry guys in that locker room, man. I can't wait. I can't wait for everybody to see the full product, the final product, and just seeing a full show from bell to bell. Good luck topping that. Good luck to any other promotion. Good luck. I don't. I don't think you have one bad person on that roster of win. Not one bad person. No. no. Everybody no, a game right there. And there's no egos in the locker room. You know what it is, though? I don't have an ego, but I have that competition bug. I want to be the best. Like, everything I put forth, whether it's my promos, my in-ring, my, my entrance, I'm going to try to gravitate towards the crowd. I'm going to do everything I can do to – be that guy to show everybody if you put my face on a poster 30 people are going to buy tickets i want to show my value but it's it's like that across the board man it's in joey conway is going to be one of those guys he's not a bad attitude guy he's a guy that wants to be the best same thing with him that hurts you same thing with every guy on that face as a guy i'm very familiar with he's on this card face is a monster but he's another guy there's no bad attitude it's all a bunch of guys that just want to be the best and we want to put on a product out here. Like, there's a void missing of that top-tier indie promotion. You know, GCW kind of took that next level, and a lot of people go, that's kind of a higher-up promotion. Yeah, they could still considered indie like MLW, but they're, they're top-tier promotions. So there's that void of, like, who's the top indie? And when when's going to put themselves right in that conversation, man? I guarantee it. 
like like I said before, it's like yeah, I have a stacked roster. There's no yeah. way that you know, no way Wynn's gonna fail, man. When is gonna be a top tier promotion just like GCW, yeah. Yeah, one hundred percent. And one of the things that separates Win from everybody else is the people that they have working behind the scenes genuinely care about the product. Gen like the Facebook page that they launched, it's Jesus Christ, the traction it got the way it's taken care of, the way everybody's promoting on it. You have every wrestler cutting promos and promoting. You don't get that at every promotion. Usually when I work wrestle at promotions, I'm the only guy cutting promos. I'm the only guy putting out stuff. Go check out my YouTube channel. It's full of promos. Like, And I'm usually the only guy that does that. I'm the only guy that pushes. And now I'm at a promotion where everybody pushes. Like That, that makes me hungry because now – Sky's the limit. Now I could go into a promo battle with Hamlet. I could go into a promo battle with Joey Conway or hell, even SAT. Like, who knows? Like, there's the possibilities are endless. But behind the scenes, to have somebody like Paul and the Maximos and everybody else that they're bringing in that works with it, um, it it's 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 a phenomenal thing, man. It's, it's going to be special. Yeah. I question you to go back to that triple threat now is who, it, I, besides yourself, is the biggest threat in that triple threat? Oh, that's a good question. And I could give you the politically correct answer and be like, everybody's a threat. Oh, man. Hamlet knows me. Hamlet knows me very well. He knows what I do. He's ate that knee before. He's ate that frog splash. Like, Hamlet knows me. So we haven't locked horns in, Jesus, like three years, man. But still, he knows me to a degree, so he could be a big threat to me. But then Joey Conway, me and him never locked horns. So he's a wild card. But I'm a, I'm a wild card to him also. So it's going to be just pure intensity in that ring and just three bulls going, who's the best guy here? Jose goes, they're all dangerous. We <laughs> <laughs> are, man. We're all dangerous in our own way, man. The cause of it all, Joey Conway. He's a, he's a beast out here, man. And then you got Hamlet Hurtu, who's just like he's riding that that wave and he's he's going this way. And then you got me who's trending the right way and I got all the right buzz near me. And it's it's about the right people investing me in me. That that's what I need right now. That's the one thing that's missing from my career. I'm I'm losing weight. I'm I was at 285 in January. I was the heaviest heaviest I ever went through. I was going through a lot of health issues. Um it was bad. And it was hard for me to really like try to lose the weight. Now I'm down to 265 again. I'm trending in the right direction. I'm losing the weight. I'm trying to get in the best shape of my life so I can represent win and I can represent the new face of this whole indie scene because that's what I want to be. I want to get signed and I want to walk out into the garden. I said this line at another promotion and I stick by it, man. I, Sammy, Montreal has Sami Zayn. Chicago has CM Punk. New York City has PJ Savage. And I want to live by that, man. I want to be that guy. When you come out, I come out the garden you hear them sirens. The place goes crazy because I'm that guy represent New York City. And when you represent New York City in the wrestling world, you represent the wrestling world. Everybody knows that. We're just a different breed. It's a different animal. It's all across the board for New York City. And I need this. I need this right now. I need somebody to invest in me. And that's what Wynn's doing. So, so what are some of your goals for Win? For Win, I have one goal, just to be the best. I want to be the best guy on the roster. I'm going to put my best foot forward. I'm going to out-promo everybody. I'm going to outwork everybody in the ring. I'm going to have the best match on every single show. Like, that's the work ethic. It's not just me talking out my ass. It's not just me going, oh, this is what I'm going to do. The Maximos are giving me some love. Paul and everybody showing me, giving me a chance. They're giving me a chance to walk through the curtain. Walking through the curtain, that's all I need from anyone, any promotion. That's all I need from the big companies. Give me a chance to walk through the curtain. I'm going to show you I'm different. And they're giving me that chance, and I'm not going to let them down. I'm going to blow them out the water. I'm going to surprise them. I'm telling you, the energy that I bring is different. No other wrestler matches that. And I show it in everything I do. Go watch the promos. Go watch the matches. Go watch me knee somebody in the mouth. It's a different energy what I bring to the table. So my goal at win is to be the best, simply just the best. Stand on top of that mountain, face every single comer that wants to come at me, I'm the guy that's going to draw the line in the sand, say, I'm the best. Do you think you're the best? Come show me and just go to war and have one of those good old New Japan fights and just knocking each other's teeth out. Like, that's what PJ Savage is. That's what he brings to the table, man. 
So that that's that's my goal for when wrestling is now is fire. <laughs> it's that's yeah, right. You, know? you March thirty first. <laughs> March thirty first, man. I I can't wait to watch this, man. You know, when yeah, and watch watch the whole card is going to be absolutely sick. And so, Jose said the Jose said the best. New York City is the best talent right there. Yeah, man. It's it's a different breed out here. And then with New York, it's because New York is like the hot, the epicenter of a lot. Recent years, it's tend to be become ignored. It got watered down. It got oversaturated. Um, and now it's kind of like the revitalization, especially since the pandemic ended. When the pandemic hit it, ended, that's when I hit the indie scene. I was at Johnny Rods for four to five years. He never let me do the indies. Um, I wrestled so many people when I was at Johnny Rods. I wrestled Bobby Lashley. I wrestled Willie wow. Mack. I wrestled Lepar. I wrestled so many people that came through those doors. Psycho Clown. I wrestled so many people. At, uh, at Johnny Rods, and it was like no one knew what was going on because Johnny doesn't let his shows out. He doesn't put his shows on IWTV. He doesn't air his stuff. He just wants to see the progression of the wrestler and us working in front of crowds. And even like when I faced Lashley, that was like a moment for me where I never forgot CM Punk on his documentary talked about facing Eddie Guerrero on uh, the Indies for the first time. It was his measuring stick moment. I faced Lashley when I was seven months in. I was seven wow. months in, and that was a measuring stick moment for me. But then I stood at Johnny's, and then when I hit the Indies, it was like, I'm just a green guy. I'm a guy that's been out here for one day. I have no stock. So now it's about building up that stock and showing people my worth, showing that I can hang with the best of the best. And I've slowly been building up my stock to try to get these matches. Like last year, I wrestled uh, Shane Taylor, wrestled Chris Dickinson, I had a lot of great matches put under my belt last year. Monster Mac, somebody I look up to. So many guys that I wrestled, and it was a great experience, but I want more. I want more. I want that contract at the end of the day. I mean, you talk about, like, the pandemic really being a blow to Long Island wrestling, and I'm glad the SATs are starting to bring that Long yeah. Island promotion back, you know, and Outlaw as well is, is, is supporting this. And I'm just so happy to see – Long Island wrestling back because you know for a while, like like I said, a lot of the promotions were kind of disappearing just because you know I guess because of money and everything. But yeah, you know, it's tough man. The indie business is tough. There's hardly any money in the indies anyway. Like I don't do this for the money. Like there's there's no way that I'm making money or supporting my family and my kids off of indie wrestling. This is my passion. This isn't a hobby. This isn't something I'm just doing for fun. This is like it's not even destiny. It's the only thing left. That I have. So, like, there's no, I'm not in this for the money. If one day when I get to sign a contract, there's contracts for my family, I don't wrestle for the money. But indie wrestling has taught me that. And with the money being scarce and promotions dying out, you never know what's going to hit you. You never know what's going to be here tomorrow and not be here the next day. Like, I was wrestling for two promotions that were hot and up and coming a year ago. And now all of a sudden, they're just completely gone let alone with a pandemic. So, like, uh, it's tough, man. It's it, it was it was tough. It hit the indie scene hard. It took basically a year away from my professional wrestling career. Um, I was still at Johnny's, and it was crazy. I, I could say this. I was supposed to get looked at by a bigger company on March 24th at Gleason's Gym, and it was going to be all great. I was excited. I was training. I was in amazing shape. And the pandemic hit March 16th, and I lost it. Like, that was it. Lost all communication, lost a year out of my career. It, it hurt me. It hurt my mental psyche, but then I got right back on the horse. This is There's nothing else for me to do. So, But the pandemic took away a lot, especially from the New York scene, Long Island, Manhattan, New Jersey. Every, the New York scene got killed, man. So I'm glad to see indie wrestling back and thriving, and now you got promotions like Win that have the potential to become – the next ring of honor like it, it's huge man it's huge it definitely does definitely 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 does because the, like i said because of all the talent that you guys have and win and so it's definitely going to become the next ring of honor because i believe you know and joe believes in win and pj believes in win yeah. and all the sats believe in win so you know and we will support this company so let's go let's win <laughs> And then, oh, and uh, you're, you're going to hang 
I believe this is your homecoming. This is your moment, and we all know for a fact. Yeah. And the stuff like that just makes you even more hungry, you know? Like, that makes me want to lace up my boots and get out right now. Like, my son's three years old. He walks around the house. He, like, cuts promos on me. Yeah, <laughs> we did. Look at that day, That's dude, right? That's a fact. That's <laughs> it's 2.0. It's 2.0 going down right now. That's exactly what's going down, man. <laughs> and it's just the future of this business, man. And people, five, ten years from now, they're going to look back at this and just be like, this was the start of something. This was the start of something big. Definitely. So you know who so. you know who you guys got to grab up and, and win? Billy Starks. Hear that, Jose? Hear that? You need Billy Starks. You need the blue, you need the blue, you need the blue haired girl permanently on your roster. Does anybody realize how awesome Billy Starks? She Billy's just says this. Right now. She's she just says it. this. And the on her poster and <laughs> buys a ticket. Yeah, she's killing it right now. She's a, she's on another level right now. She's like at that level of like right there. She's about to sign somewhere. So like really she, girls, as I say, they put her on the poster. If she's not on the show and people buying tickets, thinking she's going to see Billy Starks as blue that's hair. Different level, man. That's 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 what we need. That's what all Jose this goes on the radar. On the radar. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. It's her. It's a little blue dot with the with with the instead of it's, it's a blue dot. Instead of a red dot, it's blue. That's how you know. The blue dot. The blue dot with like the hair around it, like this. It's your face going. <laughs> I think that's a new T-shirt design. You need to hit a bit. Like we just wrestled her. <laughs> oh yes, they, who haven't they? And she'll do everything. I would you? Do you think she'd be on your radar to wrestle if they had her face her in a match? Oh hell yeah, hell yeah! I would definitely. I'm down for just like intergender matches. One of the matches I do want uh, is Masha. Me versus Masha. Oh boy, oh, Masha. <laughs> I want to beat the shit out of Masha. Because me and her, we train, man. And she's like, she was two years ahead of me when it came to training. And uh, me and her, like, I caught her right at the tail end before she left Johnny's. And me and her used to beat the shit out of each other in training. Like, and she could she could go. And everybody knew she was going to be something special. But I think that match, full circle, coming back and telling that story would be pretty fucking dope. Yeah. I mean, she, she just beat Nick Gage, so... <laughs> Nobody, brother. I'm telling you, I'm knocking down everybody's door. Yeah. I'm, I want to fight Fatu. I want to fight all of. The, I want to fight Roman. I want to fight Kenny. I want to fight. I want to fight SAT. Give me everybody. That's what I want. That's my list. My list just says everybody. Everybody can win right there. Just a whole. I just, I just met um scramble match. Seen. There you go. Everybody, right? Scram ten man scramble match. There you go. Right. <laughs> Everybody is in it. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. So who are some of your dream opponents? Oh, I just like named them. Out, for, forbidden door style. Men or women. Yeah, anybody. Uh, one of them is definitely Fatu, Jacob Fatu, the werewolf. Uh, me and him have always, like, crossed paths. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll always be, like, behind the scenes, and we always had a cool rapport with each other, and we would absolutely kill each other, and I feel like we would put on one a one of a kind match that would just be brutal, like brutal and athletic and amazing. Like, and I feel like that's something not everybody can do. Him, you could put anybody with Jacob Fatu, but not everybody's gonna like take him to his limits. And I feel like I could be one of those guys. Um, Jacob Fatu is definitely one of those guys for me. Um, when it comes to just other dream opponents, I mean Kevin Owens would. Definitely Owens. be up. Kevin Owens is one of those guys, the prize fighter versus the main event. Like that's I, I would kill for that match. Um who else? Kenny Omega. Um I want to be the best. Like my intentions are very clear. Like I want to be on the Mount Rushmore when it's all said and done. And not just of Indies, not just of New York. I want to be on the Mount Rushmore of, of wrestling when it's all said and done. Just like the SAT's on the Mount Rushmore for tag team wrestling. Um I want to be up there. And Kenny Omega was one of the few guys that became the best wrestler in the world without the machine behind him. He became the, I mean, yeah, he was at New Japan, but still a lot of foreigners went to New Japan and didn't do what Kenny did. And um, he's one of those guys that I would love. One of the things about me, whenever I face somebody, I want to bring the best out of them. I want to tap into whatever they used to be or what was the best version of them. Even if it's now or it was five years ago, I want to tap into that. And I want to tap into the cleaner. 
and I want to beat the shit out of him. Like that, mm. that's what I want, you know. Like I want to have that Okada Omega K-O-Mega. war. Oh man, go at it. Like that's that that's that's what I want because I want to show the world that I can hang with the best and I can beat the best at his best. And um, of course, Roman, like there's no other guy that's like on top of his game, right? That man has a different type of swag right now. And I want to stand in front of that swag and smack the shit out of him. Just show him, like, like this isn't balls. This isn't just like me being the working up the courage. Like, this is who I am. I want to stand in front of the best and smack you in your face and tell you this is what I'm here for. And of course, man, like the comment, I was gonna to get to that. You god damn Jose. We um, had trouble for you. <laughs> he, he, he knows, he knows where I was going. Um, <laughs> and when you come back to it, I do send the link. <laughs> send him yeah, a link. Yeah. Bro, I do this frog splash for a reason, man. And I made sure I did it because Eddie was somebody growing up for me. The Guerreros in general are huge for me. So, again, when I first started in 2016, one of my goals, of course, besides being the best, was I wanted to start my own family. I have four kids and all my kids, my oldest is 12. I have a nine. I have an eight-year-old and I have a three-year-old. All of them want to wrestle. So I look at that and I go, I can have my own royal family. And studying families who doesn't study the Guerreros, the stock of the Guerreros, like they they own this business. And even when I was growing up watching WWE, child in WCW, I grew up on Nitro. Like Nitro mm-hmm. was what I grew up on. So watching him versus Ray, him versus Dean Malenko, Chavo was another wrestler that for me, he was one of the few guys on the screen that looked like me. So he was somebody I gravitated towards. The same thing with Eddie when he first showed up in WWE as the Radicals. I was all over it, man. It was like, there's representation here. You know what I'm saying? And, and that meant a lot for me. So when I first started training, I was like, I got to do the Frog Splash. And out of respect to the Guerreros, because that's it's it's a Latino thing. You know what I'm saying? It's a part of us. It's Whether you're Mexican, Puerto Rican, Dominican, Cuban, we're all Latinos. And they represented that Latino scene to a whole nother level. They like the holy grail of the Latino scene. You know what I'm saying? So Chavo, Chavo's one of those dream matches for me. And I almost had it at the tip of my fingers. I almost had Chavo right there. And oh man, you go back, watch that promo. You see, I detail it, man. I talk about Hector. I talk about Eddie. I talk about all of it. I talk about the family. The Guerreros would mean so much to me in my career for my goal of having a wrestling family, for having a royal family. I want to learn from him. I want to learn from him by getting hit in the face by him in the ring. I want to learn from him by smacking him in the face, hitting him with the knee, going to war with Chavo Guerrero, learning from him, learning the timing, learning the war, learning it all just from being in the ring with a man like that. Of course, that's a dream match for me. That's something I want. That's something I almost had at win. And it's going to happen. There's going to be a lot of things that come to fruition. There's going to be a lot of things that come to play. And it's, yeah, he's not there right now, but doesn't mean he's not going to be there next time. And wherever Chavo pops up, you might see you might see me pop up right behind him. You never know. He's a big dream match for me. He's, he's a part of that collection of guys that it would be holy grail to wrestle a guy like that. Definitely, man. Definitely. So, so speaking of Chavo, who was like some of your favorite Chavo matches that you would say? Oh man, his tag team matches with Eddie always stuck out to me. Always, always, and his cruiserweight matches when he was in WCW. When even when he first showed up, when he first showed up to the scene, little light skin, little baby face Chavo, he had some really good matches. Man, everything stuck out, especially uh. I think he had one with Dean that really sticks out to me because I was studying some of his stuff. And then even, man, the Lucha Underground stuff was really, really good. Some of his Lucha Underground stuff was amazing. But then his WWE stuff, it's unmatched, man. Even the the stuff he did with Eddie, the tag team stuff, always, always stuck out to me. Seeing him in the low rider with Eddie was special. And um, so everything he did, man, everything that man touches – um, even when he showed up in AEW, I was excited. I was really excited when he showed up in AEW. I wish they would have did more. There was so much untapped potential there that they did, they just didn't tap into. Um, he was huge, man. And, and everything that man touches, it turns it turns to gold for the Guerreros. Like, he's somebody that he puts respect 
on his family's name and he puts respect on the business. He puts respect on being a Latino in the wrestling business and being respected about it. You know what I'm saying? Like earning the fans respect. He, that's something I want to do in my career. So like, just, I'm, and just being in the same conversation as Chavo Guerrero, that's pretty special for me, man. It, it pulls on the heartstrings. It really does. Totally. So, um, PJ, is if if there's any if there's anywhere else in the world that or the country that you would like to wrestle, where would that be? Japan. Um, I want to I want to cut, cut my teeth out there. Um, there's, it's the style of wrestling. Um, <laughs> I watched a lot of Kings Road wrestling. Everybody knows who Kings Road is. Kings Road is a very dangerous style of wrestling, dropping people on their heads. But um, I, I used to watch a lot of that stuff. And back in the day, my uncle used to tape, tape trade. I watched a lot of Kobayashi stuff. Um, Kobayashi. Man, and then him versus Joe at Ring of Honor is one of my, like. Oh, man. Woo! That match. Japan is huge for me. Um. I would love to go to Japan and then to get that stock from Japan, like knowing that a wrestler just came from there. Yeah, let's do it. Yo, if you, I'm telling <laughs> you, yo, Jose, I'll buy my own ticket, bro. What's up? Like, <laughs> what about UK? Because there's a lot of potential in the UK too, guys. Oh, man. Progress. I'm like, progress is on my bucket list. Coventry Pro is another one you guys got to look into facing. Um, Outlaw. Yeah, yes. I, I, Outcast, Outcast, the namesake yeah. of you, Savage. Yeah, I'm telling you, Savage. I was about to say, there's a promotion in England that would be like, your name Savage, we're Savage, we're friends. Yeah, <laughs> man. And, and I mean, the UK Paul is says, a Paul, let's make it happen. Paul says, let's make it happen. Sa- um, that is a travel. dream match. This is, oh, my God. I would hit the highest frog splash I'll probably hit the ceiling on that frog splash. It'll be it'll be insane. I'm telling you. It'll be insane. It'll be insane, man. Just to put respect on it, man. It'll be oh man. Everybody knows how I was about to say that, man. I so being at Johnny Rods, being at Johnny Rods, I also got trained by Scott A. Um, he's a famous luchador trainer, trained Cesaro, uh, Mustafa Ali. He trained a lot of guys, um, especially the Mexican stock. I had a I had the chance to wrestle Scott Day, which is was a special moment for me. Um, I wrestled guys. I was in on the same show as Juventude. I was in the ring. Guys like Pagano was like a legend out there. Pagano gave me some of the best advice he ever gave me because he was almost like a hardcore guy in Mexico. And one of the things he told me, he was like, whether you get paid five dollars or $100, or $500, you always go out and you give the same. And he told me this when I was like a year in, and like that was one of the things that always stuck out to me. He took off his shirt after the match and gave it to me and thanked me for everything. Like, he's somebody that's really special, psycho clown. There's there's a lot of ties of PJ Savage with guys that I've kind of rubbed elbows with down in Mexico. Uh, Texano, who's on Lucha Underground, he's a guy that, there was actually some talk of me going down there, and it just didn't happen. There was a fallout between Johnny and some Mexicans, uh, which is always the case. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, it, it was awesome. Um, super crazy is a guy that kind of had took me under his wing for a little while. Uh, we had did a couple shows with him. And then Hooventooth, the juicy one, man. That's another guy mm-hmm. I want to wrestle so bad. I want to wrestle the juice, man. Um, he was so cool to me, man. He, he gave me so much advice. <laughs> Critique my match. He's 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 awesome, dude. Like that whole crew, that whole crew. I want to I want to I want to get down with. When Mexico needs to happen for yeah. sure. Can, can we see the SATs and the Lucha Brothers, please? Oh, oh. <laughs> uh, that that'll be the one moment. So there's a part of me that always just I try not to be a fan just because I'm a wrestler, <laughs> and the way I was trained, Johnny always teaches you: once you pass the guardrail, don't go back. But there's moments in the business that brings you back to being a fan, and Lucha Bros versus SAT, I would fan, I would, I would fan out or mark out gladly because that that's a dream match. Imagine that as a main event on win, Penta and, and Phoenix versus. Jose like, oh. said they scared man, they scared. Oh, I knew <laughs> it. Of course, I knew it. That would be amazing, man. That that would be amazing, bro. AEW and you know, as a whole is, is afraid of SAT. 
but let's not go there. That stable that shall not be named, instantly I go into this, like, let me see your, I want to speak to your manager kind of thing. I'm like, the Carl, I'm like, you bastards don't know nothing. AEW fans get the original. I'm like, you guys, somebody hold my beer. I'm about to go crazy. <laughs> it's a fight that he always wins, though. Uh, FTR, that, that match, I, oh, man, I would pay for that match myself. Like, that, that's a match I'm dying to see, bro. Like, FTR in the ring with – oh, man. When when SAT wrestled the Hardys recently – Oh, and, yeah, um, the Bucks. You guys would kill the Bucks. You guys oh, they would kill the Bucks. They would kill the Bucks. The Bucks are they, – they basically stole everything from SAT. But let's not go there either. Like, the whole moveset. Well, let's let's go team. there. Let's go there, man. All right. They, they, I mean, look, when you look at the tag team scene in general, man, SAT doesn't Don't get. Don't get me started on the Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> SAT doesn't get their due diligence. They just don't. They're not. They don't get the respect that they deserve. They get it from their peers and everybody that knows what they've done. But let's not lie and sit here and act like there's not a part of the business that tries to hide what they've done. And they do that because everything that got so popular, let's just put it out there. All the, the style that got so popular at PWG was SAT. Was. That was SAT style. All of PWG when it was getting hot. And yeah, of course, man, everybody was killing it. And not everybody can do those movesets. But let's not act like it didn't come from SAT. Let's not. Every time when someone hit a, a Spanish fly at PWG and that crowd popped, you knew who they were paying homage to. Mm-hmm. But that respect was never verbalized. And there's a there's a big chunk of the business that kind of tries to hide the fact that SAT was special. They are special. They still are special. And they still are killing the game, man. Yeah, man. I like I look, and that's the one thing about me. I'm not gonna shut up. I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna come at you straightforward. I'm a straight shooter. Pew pew, you know what I'm saying? Oh, it, it, it's coming out. It, it's just straight facts, man. He gave the boy the mic and he just goes. It's like CM Punk, like when he did the pipe bomb. <laughs> but like one of the things about I study the scene. I study indie wrestling. I study Ring of Honor. Everybody knows what SAT did. I studied PWG. I studied New Japan. I studied all these styles. And every tag team that got high, even like in the TNA days when TNA was trying to hide SAT and not give SAT the airtime they deserved. There was a lot of stuff that was going on back in the day. Everybody knows there's sometimes it's the color of your skin, especially when SAT was coming up in the game. It, 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 it there was a, a lot more th- there than it is now, but it still is present now. But back when they were coming up in TNA, half the guys that were getting put on TV, the whole X division, you can tell they stole a lot of shit. From the SAT when they were on that dark match. If they were on a dark match, they watched the SAT. And Daniels and all of them was pulling it out during those those X Division matches. It was clear to see, man, especially if you study the scene and you see the layout for what it is. Like a lot of people, like I, I study the hell out of Kevin Owens. I keep saying that. Kevin Steen, El Generico, Sami Zayn, who's one of the hottest wrestlers in the world right now. When he was El Generico, there was a lot of LSAT in that. Like, there was a lot. There was a lot of it, man. And I just want to see – I want to live in a world where the SAT gets their due. And I'll gladly wear the SAT. I, I have the T-shirt. I wear it when I when I go to the gym. I wear it when I train. Something like that. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm like, and they're spot monkeys. The, the, the term, bro, the term that so many other people tried to steal, that, that's their term. That spot monkey did fought. Yes, exactly. The fathers of the style today. And mm-hmm. the and like look at Vikingo, who's gonna be, I think he's on impact, uh, not impact, he's on AEW tonight facing Kenny Omega, another Mexican star. When I look at him, I see the evolution of the SAT. He's just adding a couple more flips, like that's all he's doing, and that's the level, the athletic level that the business has today. Like back, I'm I'm six one and I'm I was 285, now I'm 265. 6'1", 265, and I'm doing frog splashes from the top rope. I'm doing drop kicks that'll kick you straight off your head. There wasn't guys doing that back then. But the SAT, the style that they have, it's evolved to the style it is today. You got Viking go doing uh, 950 outside of the ring onto some tables. SAT broke those barriers. They broke all those barriers. Everybody knows it. And people need to stop denying it. Real shit. 
Yeah, doing the Spanish fly off the, the, the top of the scrambled cage, man, in Ring of Honor. I, the I, the I, first scrambled cage match ever. That if, match crazy. They, they invented the scramble match. Let's not even go there. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it, it, Jose would, is going to laugh. I Geek knows it, I don't is have enough for, for real? my change that every time no. a British or whatever wrestler does the Spanish fly and I message in them, DM them, do you know who came up with that move? And they go, no. Oh, 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 oh that my is breaking God. news. I didn't know that either. Oh, man, breaking news. There you go. Paul Laurier. Oh, man. All I want is a chance, baby. All I need is a chance, an opportunity. That's all mm-hmm. I need. Look this. To become the, the first ever Wrestling is now champion. The opportunity, and you know right the. There. Let's let's be honest here, man. With with all the talk of how special this company could be, the sky's the limit. Imagine that moniker of being the first, being the inaugural. Oh my God, that's the stuff I kill for. That's the stuff I crave. That's what pro wrestling is about. That's what I bleed. Like that is in my system to make history, to do the first, to be somebody that. It's a trendsetter, just like the SAT, to come out, start the scene, and come out on fire, guns blazing, and to set the standard, to raise the bar to a height and go, this is where it's at. Try catching it, because I'm going to keep raising it. So having a chance at becoming the first win heavyweight champion, ooh, that's what I'm, oh, that is PJ Savage. That's an opportunity I'm not going to take lightly either. You're going to be talked about if, like Loki is still talked about to be the first Ring of Honor champion back Bro. then. Oh. 20, 20 years, 30 years from now, people are going to be like, wow, PJ Savage, he's the first one champion. Can you imagine? It's where the history is. And you know what, man? History doesn't make the person the person makes history. And I'm going to be that kind of person that puts that title if when I am the first. When I do hold that title, I'm going to make the history. I'm going to make it even more special. I'm going to make the buzz about it even more. And I'm going to make sure people talk about it. And I'm going to push it in everyone's face and be like, look at the history that was made. So that way you don't give me my flowers 30 years from now. You give me the flowers now. I want them now. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that needs to be done across the business. Just give people their flowers now. Don't wait till they're gone. Um, there's so many wrestlers that are part of, part of our stock. Like, I never got to meet Jay. Jay somebody that is a huge influence on why I became a wrestler. Um, He's somebody that deserved all the flowers in the world and everybody knew it. And guys like SAT, they deserve the flowers. They do. It's just real shit. And I'm not saying this because I'm now getting a chance at the the heavyweight championship. I was saying this and singing their praises before I was on win. I was talking about them like this before I was on win. So, they're, they're people I have a lot of respect for. And, and, and in, in wrestling in general, there's a lot of hate. It's all competition. I want to be the best. Everybody sees it. You guys probably see it now. I bleed. I just want to be the best. It's my passion. That might not rub everybody the right way. I'm going to walk into a locker room, and especially when that it's time for me to walk through that curtain, I am a different person. I am an animal. Like, I'm going to, oh, man, don't. Ooh, that, that pulls at the heartstrings. You know what I'm saying? Just listen to that pulls me. Right that, now. that that oh man, just that he was he was he was special to me, man. Um, him and like I said, him and Jay Lethu, that almost basically was my deciding factor, which is crazy because I I love Triple H, I love Brett. Um, there was so much about the wrestling business that I loved, but Ring of Honor always had like a little pull on my heart that I just loved and. Jay Briscoe as the champion and the run he had and him and Lee through that whole feud, that was my nudge to become a wrestler. And I, I owe a lot to just the influence he's had over my career. Um, Man, and it, there's no better stock than Jay Briscoe, especially as a singles competitor, let alone the tag team gods that they are, man. And there's very few tag teams that I would put in that conversation of just tag team gods. Of course, you got... Guys like the Hardy Boys, they're always going to be in that conversation. The Dudleys, Edge and Christian, the Usos, FTR, the Young Bucks, SAT. There's guys 
that molded this tag team scene. Backseat Boys. Oh man, the Backseat Boys. They they were the independence man. They were, got them. Bro, there's so many, there's so many that that paved the road, especially for tag team wrestling, that you can put them on that god level. And oh my god, bro. Like they're they're definitely up there, man. They're definitely up there. Every single one of those tag teams that we just named. Mm-hmm. What's going on? Man. The, that yeah, the, the I, man, those all those tag teams you just named, I mean Speechless man, just legends right yeah, there. You know? yeah. And 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 when it comes to SA2 too, when you look at just win in general, the tag team division, they're gonna they're, of course they're gonna have one hell of a tag team division. Especially oh, with the new backseat boys. Come on. There's gonna be one hell of a tag team division, but there's also gonna be one hell of a trios division. And every company, every company, and this is what SAT does, this is what Win is gonna be doing. They set the trend. Every company has tried to pull off the six man stuff. Ring of Honor kind of got close. It never really became like the thing. It ended up becoming the faction belt at Ring of Honor. And that's just me being honest. It would go to SAT, uh, not SAT, STP. It would go to Bullet Club. It would go to the Kingdom. It, it became the faction belt. When an SAT is going to have one hell of a trios division. AEW is even trying it, and it's just not working. It's no. just not working. stables. It, it becomes the stable belt. It can't become the stable. It needs to just be known, just like tag team wrestling. Tag team wrestling is an art. I, I study a lot of Stone Cold Steve Austin. And Stone Cold always said he always loved watching tag team wrestling. It was different. It was just something different. It was special. It was something to watch, and it pulled his attention. And it's the same thing with the trio stuff. That There's a whole new set of rules in the trios match. And the action in it is just high octane, man. And oh man. And everyone, you see, we're gonna make tag team wrestling great again. I believe everyone that. tries I, to preach I, that. And I believe SAT when they say it. I don't believe anybody else when they say it. I believe those guys, man, because they're they're the inventors of every single move you see today. So and can you imagine when you look at the tag team scene, it's almost like boxing. Or even the UFC, but more so boxing because you could get fighters ducking each other. If I, in a perfect world, I would create a new WBO and make everybody face each other. If you do that on the indie scene and create a company with all the great tag teams, you're going to make every tag team face SAT, whether it's FTR, the Lucha Bros, everyone. They're going to have to go through SAT. Like SAT's in that conversation. You need to have a whole division where everybody just bunched into it in one company and have them face each other and stop ducking the SAT. <laughs> like that's, that's real shit. It's like boxing, bro. It's like boxing. And there's so many great upcoming tag teams. We, we haven't even touched on like the slime balls are somebody that's I like the slime balls. I do but, like yeah. the slime it's balls. The name slime balls awesome, those guys are <laughs> awesome. Yeah, the little skinny small one is so annoying. He's so annoying. <laughs> but it's like annoying in a good way. Like I remember me and him was at a tryout, and uh, well, the slime balls were there, and I was there, obviously. Um, and they cut their promo, and I was there, and I was just like, Oh man, if I was a fan, you would annoy the shit out of me. But as a worker, it's like that's a good annoying yep. because it was entertaining, it was an entertaining annoying. It was like that's the one thing this business is missing that annoying little shit that doesn't shut up and is yelling at the top of his lungs. That's and like, like he can throw his boogers at you or spit balls at you. Like, you just like, oh, God, I, I hate you and I want to kill you. At the same time, people are going to pay to see him get thrown through a table. That's a different type of annoying. That's a, a special type of annoying. And they're on the win roster, too, man. So it's, oh, man, I cannot wait just to see win play out. The first year of win is going to be. Excuse my language. The first year win is gonna be fucking special. It's gonna be fucking special. The first year win. It's gonna be special. Mm-hmm. You got the tag team division, you got the trios division, you got the singles division. It's gonna be special. And and if Jaden and Sal can somehow get back together, man. <laughs> it's like that moment right there, that wrestling moment we all need, man. You know, that triple yeah, yeah. H and Shawn Michaels with DX moment right there. Coming in for mean? the hug. <laughs> it's the Sami Zayn Kevin Owens spot. You need to you need to recreate it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
we, we talked about almost everything, man. Yeah. 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 I got so, nothing else, Geek. Got anything else? Yeah. So wh- where can people find you, Savage? Uh, everything is at PJ Savage uh, underscore uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Uh, check out my YouTube channel. Uh, I got a weekly show called Savage Season, which basically just it goes through the behind the scenes. It shows you who I am. Uh, I'm a family man, and I'm on the road, and I just like to hang out with my boys at Wawa after I beat somebody up. Like, that's Savage Season. Go check that out. Go watch those shows so you can really see who the person is. Um, and just check out everything that I'm attached to. And just make sure you go check out Win. Most importantly, make sure you go check out Win. Because yeah. whatever you see Win doing, PJ Savage is going to be firmly connected to what Win is going forward. Yeah. What else you got coming up? So, Oh, man, I got a lot of things coming up. I'm kind of book solid, uh, blessfully, for the next couple months. Um, I got a lot of heavyweight championship matches coming up. Um, it's kind of like uh, the first year and a half was like, is he that guy? Is he that guy? Is he reliable? And now companies are finally starting to see like I am that guy. And they're like, well, let's put him in this position and see how it goes. So I got a lot of really cool, cool stuff coming up. I'm on a weekly uh, wrestling show called IWA Intensity. You can check that out on YouTube. Um, I'm the heavyweight champion over at that company. I wrestle over at Invictus Pro Wrestling. I'm facing a seven-foot guy named Big Ben Bishop from AEW uh, for one of their heavyweight titles. Um, I'm doing a lot. This weekend, I got a heavyweight championship match versus Anthony Gangone, who used to kill it at Hog of uh, House of Glory Wrestling. Um, Still killing it. He's still killing it. He's still, still, he's still killing. killing it. But since I'm feuding with him, I'm poking the bear. I'm like, you're not who you used to be. (laughs) I literally just dropped a promo today. And in the promo, I say, I don't want to face the Anthony Yang on from this year or last year or the year before. I better face the Anthony Yang on that went toe-to-toe with Joe Gacy. The Anthony Yang on that faced TJ Perkins, that faced Johnny Gargano, that faced Cody Rhodes, because I am of that stock. And if he shows anything less than that, then that hungriness, you know, there's a different type of hungriness. When you put PJ Savage next to a Chavo Carrero, there's going to be a different type of PJ Savage that shows up because it everything's turned on. It's flared up. I'm on 100. I'm, I have to show up. This is measuring stick. It's like a WrestleMania moment. So when you put Anthony Gangone versus a Cody Rhodes, of course Gangone was hype. He was going crazy. He was the best version of himself he ever was. If he doesn't treat me with that same respect, I am going to murder Anthony Gangone. And this is going to be the last we hear of him. So (laughs) if he doesn't bring that energy, bye-bye, Anthony Gangone. Oh, we almost forgot. We have Slime Balls, Audacity, SATs, The Miracle Ones, New Backseat Boys, and The Gordons, etc. Yo, as much as I love The Backseat Boys, The New Backseats, and Slime Balls, please, and Miracle Ones, they're fire. The, the IWTV, the Independent Tag Team Champions, on fire. Audacity, watch out. Oh, God. Man, audacity, man. <laughs> watch out. Watch out for the audacity. They're coming and they're hungry. I love them. I love those guys. You're going to need a bigger bag, he said. <laughs> for them belts. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, man. <laughs> they got those giant suitcases. You're going to have to start like, going on vacation. Have to get someone to carry for you. Hey, look, man, this is just real shit. This is like just coming for the heart, the, the stock that win and what it represents and what the SAT represents. I'll hold a hundred belts, but there'll be one belt that I wrap around my waist. They know what belt that is. W I N. We know. We, know yeah. what belt that, we all know what belt that is right there. Oh, and yeah. we also have the this triple threat match, which yeah. you can see PJ Savage, Joe Conway, and Hertzu. I'm Hertzu. There you go. That match is going to be yeah. fire right there, you know? It's going to shape the future of win. This match really yeah. is going to shape the future of the singles division and that heavyweight title picture. This is this is going to be one of the matches you go back to in the history of, like, this is where it starts. Definitely, man. And when the big fight tickets are on sale now, so make sure you buy your tickets. March 31st, Ridgefield New Je- Park, New Jersey. There you go. This show is going to be show of the year right there. So make sure you go and you buy your tickets. 
So why have not you pulled your cell phone out right now and just bought tickets? Like, yeah. what do you, what do you uh, mean? There should be no reason. I said, SATs on the show alone, man. That should even. That should be the reason you pull out your phone right now if you have not, and just buy your tickets. From, you're in England. Just I don't care to buy a ticket and just send it to a friend in America. Like the what do you mean? Yeah, yeah. Just 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 do it. And and like even just everything across the board would win. It's gonna be great. And like I said, the singles division is gonna be stacked up and different. And there's there's one guy. There's one guy on that singles division. He's not in that match on uh, the 31st. But there's one guy on that win roster. I got my eye on, and that's that's GPP. GGP, Papadon, right there. You know, he's, he's, he's somebody I look up to. I've I've told him this. I've told him this. I've been in several locker rooms with him. I got a lot of respect for him, and I cannot wait to knee him in the mouth. Oh man, <laughs> I cannot wait. Uh, all right, uh, PJ Wuhan, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So much. Good luck at, at win and the triple threat, man. You, you, we know you're gonna kill it. It's 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 a no fact right now. You know. Savage. No That's fact. It, so no fact, but we want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm the Metal Geek. I'm Joe Patrick the Third, and I'm PJ Savage. And we will catch you in the next one. <laughs>